0: Email customer care at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. In this episode, we're doing Canna Jammy Jam. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles where I help you take control of your high life. I am your host, Marge, and I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being here and lending me some of your precious time. I know we're all short on time, so I'm going to take you on a wild edibles ride for the next 20 minutes or so, so you can also get back on with your day, crushing it, because I know you're all out there crushing it, and I'm sure edibles help with that, don't they? Before we get into this week's episode, I just want to mention that at the time of this recording, it's before I go to California, I know I've probably been talking about that ad nauseum, but. It will be released, Uh, I will be back by the time this is released, and I hope to bring you some updates with regards to that, and if all goes according to plan and my portable microphone doesn't fuck up, I'll hopefully be recording some audio while I'm there too, so I'm pretty excited about that. So stay tuned in the following weeks for some more information about this whole Ganji experience in case you might be interested. I also want to give a big shout out to Noodle, who bought me a few cookies through the Buy Me a Cookie platform so much appreciated. Anytime any of you decide to take a few dollars out of your own pocket and send it my way to help support the show, it means a lot. And I really appreciate it. So thank you for that noodle. And I hope to catch you somewhere online or wherever we might be able to meet. So of course, any of you, don't be shy. You're always welcome to send me a message, whether it's via Instagram at bite me podcast is where I'm most active or email bite me podcast at fastmail.com voice messages. There's lots of ways to get a hold of me. So and don't be afraid to just say hello. So this episode, I decided to prepare in advance of a very special guest that I have coming on for next week. And if you're listening to this in order, I will be having Ellen from How to Do the Pot on the show. And I'm very excited about that because she is running a fantastic podcast called How to Do the Pot, and it is geared more towards women and their health concerns and the basics of how to do the pot. But I definitely learned a few things when I had my conversation with her. And I think you will too. And if, and this, uh, just because it is more geared towards women, it doesn't mean that you men out there can't learn something. And of course, most of you have women in your life that are special to you, and they might find this useful and f- find some of the information helpful as well. So stay tuned for that episode. But of course, you can't have a show called How to Do the Pot without talking a little bit about edibles. And of course we did. And so this Particular recipe is from How to Do the Pot. And I will definitely be linking to that because there's all kinds of information on her website that is very useful, whether you're an experienced user or not. And this Canna Jammy Jam, how fun is that? is on their website. They actually have a few different edibles, recipes, and some of the basics too on how to make infusions and decarb and all that kind of thing as well, because of course you can't make any good edible without taking the proper steps first. So if you're curious about that, that information is there as well. But this, how fun does Canna Jammy Jam sound? And this was developed by a professional chef named Chef Cynthia Sistito, if I'm saying that properly, and I believe she hails out of New York City. When I first did the search on Chef Cynthia to see what kind of work she was doing out there, I was surprised to realize she was one of the first chefs to go on that Cooked with Cannabis show, that Netflix show that I mentioned recently. And the one thing I really liked about her, I don't watch a ton of reality shows, but she was an older woman. She was obviously an incredibly talented professional chef. And she had a mouth like a trucker, if I recall, and just her whole vibe and personality was really cool. And she's been in the food scene for a long time and knows what she's doing. And she developed this recipe for how to do the pot. And I thought... I need to recreate this and give it a shot so that you all can give it a try as well, because I am trying to focus on faster edibles as of late, because we're getting into a busy time of year. And there's a lot of things you can do with this particular, this particular recipe. And the one thing I did like about it is it's, there's nothing really too complicated or specialty in this recipe. Now I did find out it is obviously supposed to be like a jam. I have found that it was for me a little bit runnier than perhaps was intended. And I think that just means I didn't cook it down for long enough. Easy to remedy, of course, but you're going to need for this recipe, you're going to need some sugar, some lemon juice. Oh, you know what? I realized I forgot to put in the lemon juice now that I'm looking at this right now. I wonder if that would affect anything. Hmm. My bad. Uh, You need water the lemon zest, which I did remember, ironically enough, three tablespoons of a liqueur, like triple sec, which I did actually happen to have on hand, which was nice. That's sometimes triple sec or grand Marnier, that kind of thing is actually nice to have a small bottle of that. If you can get it in your cupboard, because it lends itself well to a lot of different things, but if you don't have it, you could probably just leave it out. It calls for two cups of fresh strawberries, and two cups of blackberries. Now, and of course, your can of butter. So they're using butter here, you could probably use your coconut oil, uh, an MCT oil might work well here, I actually ended up using a CBD oil that I had purchased from my dispensary. And I'll tell you why in a minute. But when it comes to the strawberries, when I went to the store to buy the fruit for this, for this recipe, the strawberries looked awful. Have you ever been to the store, you want to go get strawberries, and they're like, they're, half ripe, like obviously they pick them probably when they're maybe green or something and they're starting to ripen. on, they just look like shit. And we've all had strawberries when they're in season and how incredibly f- flavorful and delicious and juicy and the fragrance when you go to a, a market and those smell of strawberries is in the air, that was not these. So I ended up instead opting for frozen strawberries. And that seemed to work just fine. And then the nice thing about that is you don't have to worry about keeping them fresh. if you don't use all the strawberries, you can put the rest of them in the freezer. It would probably work with the blackberries as well. I bought fresh blackberries because they looked nice. They tasted great. But oftentimes in these types of recipes, frozen can work just as well. And it seemed to work quite well in my instance as well. So don't be afraid if you see crappy looking strawberries in the grocery store. Just substitute it for something frozen. So basically, you're just putting all the ingredients. Uh, I'll, obviously, you'll see this in the, in the show notes when I link to the article, but you're going to put everything in the saucepan and basically, you're just cooking it down. That is the gist of the recipe. You start with the sugar, you add everything else in, and then you cook it down with the lid on for, for about 10 minutes, and then you take the lid off and you do the same. Now, I made half a batch for this because I was planning my, my trip to go to California, and I didn't want to make a whole big batch of something that was going to sit in the fridge, possibly, while I was gone and then maybe go bad. So I made a smaller batch, and that seems to still make a pretty healthy batch of this stuff. But if you think that you'll eat it, then by all means make the full batch because it's delicious. It really is good. Even with the lemon juice that I forgot to add, it's really good. And of course you can cook it down. So it is a little bit thicker. It says that it will, it will thicken a little bit in your jars. If you're not finding that it will, I mean, I suppose I could have added a little bit of of a starch or something like that to accomplish the same thing. But I just left it out because I wasn't too worried about it because having it a little bit of um, runnier consistency, and I don't want to say runny because it had nice fruit chunks in it as well. So it gives it really great texture. And the nice thing is you can use it for so many different things. So what did I use it for? Uh, I just actually had some of it on bread. I made a fresh loaf of sourdough bread and I was like, I need to try it out right here. So I did end up having to eat it over the sink because it was a little bit runny, but you get out some of those big, big pieces of fruit. And I did try and squish some of the fruit while I was cooking it on the stove, but you still get some nice pieces of fruit. So that was delicious. This would be wonderful on those pancakes that I did recently. So if you don't have syrup, this jammy jam on top instead would be a wonderful substitute if you don't have infused syrup or you don't want to infuse your syrup, that would be a really nice way to use this. Another wonderful way to use it would be, of course, if you like waffles in the morning, that would be a wonderful way, or crepes, nothing, uh, something else that would be great. But also, what about ice cream? You could put this on a bowl of ice cream. You could maybe even put it on the apple crisp that we did recently, a little, little dollop of that. Maybe you don't infuse the apple crisp, but you do use some of this jam on top, or yogurt, or whatever the case might be. There's so many different ways you could use this and I think that it would be a nice little item to have in your fridge at the ready whenever you want. Now, I used I actually used a CBD oil for this one and I'll tell you why because like I said, I'm leaving to leaving the country for a week and I'm to, my husband has already said that he's probably going to be eating a lot of uh, BLTs over the week that I'm gone. He is not a big cook, so I do most of the cooking in the house, which is probably no surprise to most of you out there. But he does make a really mean bacon, lettuce, tomato sandwich. And oftentimes, when it's dinner time, and if I'm not cooking, that's what we end up having for dinner. And you know what? I love a really good bacon, lettuce, tomato sandwich myself, so I can't really complain but he's probably going to be eating a lot of those over the week. But this jam might give him a little something else if he wants to treat himself with a little bit of dessert or something like that in the evenings as well. And so I infuse it with CBD too because he's not really doing a whole lot of the THC these days. And I wanted him to be able to enjoy it while I was gone and think of me and all that kind of thing. Isn't that nice of me? That's why I did it that way. And the nice thing about this recipe, of course, is you can use almost like almost... I shouldn't say almost any. You could use a whole bunch of different types of infusions for this because you're adding all the ingredients on the stove, which I should have mentioned, except except the last crucial ingredient, which is the infusion that you're gonna put in it. So you take the take the jam off the stove let it cool for a minute or two and then you're going to stir in whatever oil that you're going to use. And that's what I did. So when you go to go use it, depending, you might want to give it a little stir before you spoon it onto your cereal or whatever, whatever it is that you're eating. But heck, this stuff would be pretty good right off the spoon too. I think I can see myself doing that. I'm definitely a person to sometimes eat things right off the spoon, which is one reason why I quit buying almond butter because... I like almond butter a little bit too much, but that's fine. So infuse it to how you see fit. It's a really easy one to infuse. But of course, if you're going to be using THC, just be mindful of how much you're putting in because you don't want to get too fucked off your jam, off your can of jammy jam. And that's basically it. You can use it for a whole bunch of different things. It's pretty easy to put together. You can make a large batch if you want just by, you know, doing the full batch or you could probably double the batch if you wanted to. And so there's there's lots of uses for it. This could even make, depending, a nice gift for somebody. If you put it in a nice jar, label it properly, and all that kind of thing. So as we get closer to the holiday season, that's another way to show your friends and family that you care, is like making something from the heart, from your stove, from your kitchen. Now, I think that's... That's it for this particular episode. It was a shorter one. I just feel like I have 6 million things to do. And of course, this is being recorded, like I said, before I leave the country. But I'm sure by the time I come back, I'll also be feeling the same way. Because my list that I have for when I return is already longer than I'd like. But that's all right. I I do thrive pretty well. I'm being busy. So That is maybe a bit of a shorter episode this week, but I know you guys are all busy out there too, just trying to get your shit done. So do keep in mind, I mentioned to the folks who are part of the Edibles Enthusiast email newsletter, which you can subscribe to over on the website, if that is something that might interest you, that there is a new calculator coming to the website. And the potency calculator that is currently there, I've had some people reach out to me and they've had a few questions about clarification. And I've realized looking at it that it's probably not as user-friendly as it could be. And as we get into the season of gifting edibles, it's really important that you can with some reasonable amount of accuracy, determine how strong your edibles are. And if it's a little, if you say they're a little stronger than they actually are, that's, that's okay. You want to err on the side of caution in any case, because you don't want to overdose your friends and family. It's not a really good feeling when that happens. So in, with that interest, hopefully by the time this episode is released, it's going to be live on the website, Very shortly, and as soon as it is, I'll be sure to let you all know. You can, of course, still use the current calculator that's on there, it just might be some of the steps might not be as clear as they possibly could be, but the functionality is still decent. And of course, there's the steps there if you want to break out your inner Einstein or whatever and do the math yourself, that's an option too, just so you know, sort of the math that goes in behind the calculator anyway, so you can kind of have a you know, a decent comprehension of what goes into these calculations. It's not that complicated, but there's a few different steps, which is why having a calculator to do it for you, it means it might be more likely that you'll actually do it at the end of the day. So watch for that, check it out. And I hope you're all having a wonderful week and you enjoy some fun jammy jam or other tasty edibles. And until next time, my friends stay high. In this episode, we're doing canna canny jam. Oh, crap.